Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Susan Richard, and here are today's top local stories. We are learning more about the FBI raid at the Crown Heights townhouse belonging to Mayor Adams' top campaign fundraiser. Let's get the latest from our Glenn Shuck. And that raid in the early morning hours yesterday at Brianna Suggs' home in Crown Heights, as you mentioned, the 25-year-old Suggs, a top fundraiser for Eric Adams during his 2021 mayoral campaign. Now, reports are the feds are conducting this wide-ranging investigation into whether that campaign conspired with the government in Turkey to receive foreign donations. That would be illegal. And we finally did hear last night from Mayor Adams. He was at an event at Gracie Mansion. He made a couple of comments before that began. He says he will cooperate. I think it's important before I begin tonight, um, you know, there was something that was announced about our campaign. And I just want to be clear to you, I owe my campaign to the highest ethical standards. Any inquiry that is done, we're going to fully participate and make sure that is done correctly. And to be clear, Susan, there's no indication at this point that the mayor is the target of this probe. Now, as for Suggs, she was home at the time of the raid, was not arrested. Glenn Shuck, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM here at City Hall. Well, after Mayor Adams returned to New York City to deal with that own situation, the mayors of Denver and Chicago were at the White House and on Capitol Hill to talk about the migrant crisis. They asked for additional federal funding, as well as the accelerated approval of work authorizations and a coordinated entry process for migrants. If we have a coordinated strategy around the country and people have the ability to work when they arrive, we can partner with other cities and states to make sure everyone helps welcome their fair share of newcomers and they can be successful. The mayor shared their ideas with lawmakers here on Capitol Hill and also met with the White House chief of staff. These conversations have been positive and it's a start in the right direction. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson says the migrant crisis is costing his city around $40 million a month. Correspondent Natalie Brand, the president has asked Congress for $1.4 billion to help pay for shelters and other migrant services. The mayors want $5 billion. Surprising news out of Suffolk County that just two years into the job, Police Commissioner Rodney Harrison has resigned. Rodney Harrison received national praise for helping to solve the Gilgo Beach serial killer case. But now, just a few months later, the 54-year-old announced he's stepping down as the Suffolk County Police Commissioner. His final day is today. 
He tells Newsday he has no immediate plans for the future but is not finished with law enforcement. Because of term limits, the current Suffolk County executive will finish his 12 years in office on December 31st. A new county executive will be chosen next week on Election Day, and that county executive will pick the new police commissioner. Harrison was the first African-American police commissioner in the county. He was on the job for nearly two years. The county has had a number of police commissioners over the past 10 years. Sophia Hall, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM on Long Island. Former New York City Police Commissioner Ki Chan Sewell is going to work for the Mets. She's been tapped as Senior Vice President for Security and Guest Experience. That's a newly created role. She starts the Monday after Thanksgiving. Donald Jr. and Eric both on the stand at the trial that could bring down the Trump real estate empire. Both denied having direct knowledge of any inflated assets to ink better deals and bank loans. Both on the stand and off, Donald Jr. blamed the accountants. You sign off on what they give you, and you're liable. And by the way, again, the same supposed victims, because it's a totally victimless thing, are saying, no, we did our own due diligence. We made hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, during his testimony, Eric Trump appeared to contradict himself. In court, the New York State Attorney General's office played Eric Trump's deposition, where he denied having any involvement with the financial documents at the heart of the civil fraud trial. I've done a lot to try and jog my memory, and I simply can't because I don't think I've ever had any involvement in the statement of financial condition, to the best of my knowledge. The Attorney General's office then confronting him with evidence he did know about those statements we're a major organization, a massive real estate organization, Eric Trump said, raising his voice. I am aware we have financial statements. Correspondent Aaron Katursky, the judge has already ruled that fraud was committed. This phase of the trial will determine how much it's going to cost in penalties and whether Donald Trump can do business in New York State. Eric Trump back on the stand today. Donald Trump himself expected to testify Monday, followed by Ivanka on Wednesday. There has been a fatal hit and run in Crown Heights and not just one car here, but two. It happened outside 20 East New York Avenue where a 79-year-old woman was struck and dragged by a car and then hit by a second vehicle on Fulton Street. Both drivers took off. The woman has yet to be publicly identified. More teens going after each other in the city, this time in Crown Heights. It happened after school let out a little before four o'clock. Police say inside the 2345 station here at Eastern Parkway and Franklin Avenue, one teen stabbed two others in the buttocks and back. Honestly, it's sad. It's really sad because they're killing each other for nothing. They're doing dumb stuff. John lives around here and isn't surprised, but he feels safe riding the subway. Same story with Ben Riley, who's lived here for more than a decade. So there's three or four high schools right down there. So when they get out, this Franklin Ave coming up the, the subway is a, a sea of teenagers, and that used to cause a lot of violence. We don't know if the kids involved went to any nearby schools. The victims are expected to be okay. Mac Rosenberg, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Crown Heights. Several dozen student protesters walked out of Hillary Clinton's class at Columbia Wednesday. Some 300 students were at a lecture on women's involvement in peace processes when about 30 suddenly stood up and walked out. They said it was to protest a truck seen near campus last week that had video screen panels listing the names of students who had signed a statement saying Israel shared in responsibility for the October 7th Hamas terror attacks. That was from some group not affiliated with the school, but the students are demanding immediate legal support for the affected students. After the lecture, Hillary Clinton made no public comment. A spokeswoman for Columbia said the university had no comment either. 
15 people hurt in an apartment building explosion in Dutchess County, Fire Chief Jason Ensign. On arrival, we had a working fire with um, multiple people trapped and we, the fire department and multiple agencies did an excellent job on uh, pulling those victims out. This was in Wappingers Falls, where police say a utility crew ruptured a gas line during routine maintenance. A majority of the injured are said to be critical, among them two adults and a child who were medevaced to the Westchester County Medical Center. Both the power and gas are still out on the street where this happened. The Red Cross is assisting those who've been displaced, and Governor Hochul has deployed state emergency services personnel to assist in the response. All right, not only calories, but now... Yeah, sugar warnings on chain restaurant menus in the city. The city council signed off on that for eateries with 15 or more locations. Councilman Keith Powers. The Sweet Truth Act builds on a law that we passed last term requiring chain restaurants in New York City to post a sugar warning icon on the menu next to all items that exceed the FDA-recommended daily value for added sugar. Failure to comply comes with a $200 fine if and when Mayor Adams signs this. The new rule will take effect in 2025. It's that time of year. Yeah, a little culture club as we remind you that Sunday morning at 2, we fall back one hour switching from daylight saving to standard time. Initially put in place to conserve fuel during World War One, they actually tried keeping it all year round during the energy crisis of 1973 to 1974. But when eight school children were hit by cars while traveling to school in the dark, yeah, Congress voted to switch back. The debate, though, continues even to today. Recent polls show most Americans support eliminating the seasonal time change, and the American Medical Association agrees. Doctors argue daylight saving time puts our physical health at risk. They say under standard time, it gets darker earlier at night, setting up better sleep cycles. But people in favor of daylight saving time say the later sunshine allows us to be more productive after work. 19 states have passed legislation or resolutions supporting no more clock changes if Congress will allow it. Correspondent Lionel Moyes. Thanks for listening to the all local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.